Hello, hunting family. Welcome to a special two-part series on tracks and tackle, brought to you by Mansur Outdoors. I'm your host, the Arrow Eagle, and joining me is my co-host, the Hollywood Horse. Today, we're diving deep into one of the most thrilling and mysterious seasons in the hunting world, the rut. In part one, we'll explore what the rut is, why it matters to hunters and conservation efforts, and what makes it such an exciting and challenging time to be in the great outdoors. So, grab your favorite beverage, settle in, and let's embark on this journey into the heart of the rut. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, what is up, hunting family? This is the Arrow Eagle, and you are in for another episode of Tracks and Tackle. I am here, and today's exciting um, episode, we're going to be talking about something that I know that all us white-tailed deer hunters love. We're going to be discussing the rut. Um, basically, you know, uh, we want to bring an understanding of the rut, what it means from uh, many different perspectives, you know, certainly from the hunting perspective and what it means to us hunters, and additionally, what it means to wildlife and conservation efforts. So overall, you know, the rut, it holds different significances for hunters and deer population. For hunters, it represents a thrilling and productive hunting experience. And for the deer population, it's a critical period for reproduction, natural selection, and survival. So understanding these contrasting viewpoints is essential for a holistic perspective on the role of the rut within nature. So, you know, just to tag in here and uh, talk about this a little bit from the hunting perspective, being a hunter that loves this type of uh, time of year, um, from the hunter's perspective, it's prime hunting opportunity. The rut's often considered one of the most exciting and prime hunting periods of the year. And it's the time of year when deer, especially those big bucks, become more active and less cautious and more focused on mating. So they're not paying attention to us hunters out in the woods. And uh, increased activity like this makes it easier for hunters to spot and pursue these deer, increasing our chances of a successful hunt. So that's why we love the rut, because it's more activity and it's easier for us to accomplish the goal of harvesting that big buck. And I'd say probably the second point of, from the hunter's perspective is that trophy buck potential. The rut is a time when those dominant bucks are on the move. They're seeking out does and estrus and it provides us with better opportunities to target and harvest the trophy bucks that might otherwise remain hidden or cautious uh, during other times of the year. I know they are up on their feet and they are moving and they're thinking about one thing and it's not worried about a hunter in a tree stand or a blind or anything like that. So, um, and also, you know, during the rut, you get to use different types of hunting tactics. Hunters get to employ rut specific tactics like rattling, calling, um, scent lures uh, to mimic the behaviors of dominant bucks. These strategies can highly be effective. And uh, during the rut, especially, you know, you can get yourself a, a lot more activity, get those deer coming in close. And it's an adding an extra layer of excitement to the hunt. So, uh, but the last thing, and I think one of the most important things is hunting the rut for, for us is that camaraderie and tradition. You know, uh, 
everybody loves hunting camp. And I know that we love being at hunting camp with our hunting family. Um, the rut often brings us together in that shared excitement. So it's a camp camps all abuzz with anticipation and the camaraderie among fellow hunters. It's at its peak during the rut and hunting the rut with friends is, uh, there's nothing greater, right? So many hunting traditions and rituals are associated with the rut, making it a special time for hunters to bond. And I know for us, we love to get together that time of year and, uh, you know, go to the cabin and spend, spend some days just, uh, out in the woods together as men hunting the rut. So with me, I want to uh, introduce my co-host, the Hollywood horse, and he's going to tell us just a little bit more about the significance of uh, what the rut means. Yeah, Air Eagle, I couldn't agree with you more with your previous statements, especially the camaraderie. Uh, it's always a blast to get out here with uh, a buddy, out here with your family or, uh, you know, those close to you and just make some memories. Um, but yeah, the, the rut, it's uh it's it's something else. It's crazy. As as a whitetail hunter, I, I grew up in uh, South Central PA. Ever since I could could walk, I remember you know being in the woods with my my father who mentored me, and I remember being surrounded by those. I wouldn't call myself a, a rut expert, but I've been hunting it probably uh, close to a decade now, and just hearing tales from others that uh, have also been uh, experienced to it. So just kind of learning. Yeah, you like the rest of us. You've been, you've been hunting the rut as long as you've been allowed to hunt it, though. Right, right, <laughs> right. But as uh, iron sharpens iron, uh, mm -hmm. a man sharpens another man, so just learning from others. But I think a big point is uh, we, we need to take a step back. Uh, we know how we think, but uh, think how uh, the deer think, look at their viewpoint. Um, but from the deer's perspective, it's, it's so important for them, uh, for their population. It's a crucial period for their reproduction and it ensures the survival and the growth of their species. Um, it's a time where uh, the does come in estrus, uh, which puts out the scent to let the, the bucks know that it's on, it's, it's mating season. Um, successful reproduction during the rut is so essential for sustaining the deer population. Um, another big point is uh, the competition and natural selection, um, survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. So the biggest of the bucks um, have their way and they pass on their genes while the youngers take up the beating and not so lucky as to passing their genes. Uh, the strongest and the fittest bucks will will carry their way and pass it on to the next generation. Have you, have you ever been able to um, witness, you know, uh, bucks get into it where they start scrapping in the woods? Because not everybody's got that opportunity to see that, but I have and uh, it is amazing. Yeah, I'm sure you get the camera out because no one's going to believe you. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, with, with that uh, competition and the battling going, there's a lot of stress and energy expenditure that goes with it. It can be physically and emotionally taxing on those deer. Um, the bucks could lose a significant amount of body weight due to uh, the extra energy they're going to expend to ensure a successful mating season. And with seeking those mates and also defending their territory, you know, they don't want to give up what's theirs. Um, so those also could experience that as well because uh, they're getting chased around by multiple suitors. Um, the stress just in general just affects the deer's health and their rate of survival. Um, last topic I really want to touch on is uh, behavioral changes. So with the rut, the deer behavior changes significantly. Um, when the hormones are in the air, everybody acts differently. Yeah, that's um, true. So bucks become more active, especially during daylight hours. 
versus previous. As we know, they like to come out during uh, dawn and uh, right before uh, daybreak. So they like to come out and expend more energy and just be, be out there for their mates to see. Um, so they expend more uh, energy and they have more aggressive behavior. Does may be more exclusive as they seek for the suitable mate. Um, they have a choice in it, but obviously if there's a bigger buck, he's going to make the choice for her. Um, but these behavioral changes can impact deer movement patterns and their successibility to uh, predation. So, you know, the coyotes and other natural predators that are out there uh, looking for a bite to eat, uh, they're going to be easier to chase down a, a buck that's stressed out and low on energy. But in summary, the rut just holds a, a major significance for hunters and the deer population as we touched on here. Hunters, it's it's a thrill, it's a blast because uh, you're gonna there's gonna be more activity. The deer are gonna be moving through the woods, and you're more likely to have a productive hunting season. While on the other end, for the deer population, it's crucial for their reproduction, natural selection, and survival. Understanding these contrasting viewpoints is essential for a holistic perspective on the role of the rut and the natural world. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally true. So like for those of us that uh, understand the rut, you know, we, we all have our perspective, I guess, on what it is, what it means to us and how it impacts the hunt. Uh, certainly my favorite time of year, you know, and for many hunters, I think that it's the same. But um, I'd say the rut itself, it's it's fascinating. And um, to explain exactly what it is, it's a critical phase of the life of the white-tailed deer. It refers to the breeding season. When we say the rut, we mean it is the white-tailed deer breeding season, and it involves a series of complex behavioral and physiological changes in both bucks, uh, which are the male deer, and does that are the female deers. And uh, the rut typically occurs during the fall and varies uh, in timing, depending on geographical location, local environment, different conditions, those type of things. Um, so we want to break down what actually happens during the rut. So that's that's where we're going to go through here. One, you know, with deer, they're, they're, you mentioned it before, the hormonal changes right? Mm -hmm. The rut's primarily triggering the hormonal changes in the white-tiered deer. And this is what uh, creates the activity. Um, as daylight hours shorten and temperatures drop in the fall, uh, it's the pineal gland in the buck's brain. It detects the environmental cues. And so this, in turn, it triggers the production and release of hormones that particularly the testosterone into the bloodstream. And this is what gets the bucks moving. And who doesn't like to see a big buck rolling, you know, up through your uh, by your tree stand, right? right. So it, it starts this increased activity as the testosterone levels rise. Um, bucks become more active. They exhibit rut-related behaviors. And uh, what we mean by that is they're on a mission to find receptive does for mating. And uh, during this phase, bucks often are seen moving during daylight hours, which makes them more visible to hunters. And that is why, um, you know, specifically archery hunters, you know, I, I like to get out and, and hunt the rut with a bow and arrow because I've got a better chance of a, a big buck coming in through the corridors that I'm hunting and coming close enough that I have an opportunity to harvest it with a bow and arrow. Uh, additionally, uh, territorial markings. Bucks will engage in territorial behaviors such as scraping and rubbing. Uh, we were just out doing some scouting today and we were looking for these scrapes and these rubs. 
scrapes what they are are uh, areas of the ground where the buck uses its its hooves to clear away the leaves and expose the soil and then they they urinate these in these scrapes leaving behind scent markings and it's kind of like a dog you know how it would mark its territory bucks will do that as well and bucks will in addition to that they'll rub their antlers on trees and they'll mark their territory to establish dominance so this is something we see in the animal kingdom and um you know, one buck will mark a tree or mark a scrape, but the next buck will come up through and it might try to cover that. And this is uh, this is one of the things that's it goes along with establishing dominance, um, but it's all contributed to seeking and courting these does. Right. So the primary goal of the buck <laughs> during the rut is to locate those does that are in estrus, meaning uh, when we say the does being in estrus, that they're ready to mate. And uh, bucks are often going to follow the scent trails left by does because they're putting off pheromones as well. Um, when they find that receptive female, they're going to court her by following her closely and engaging her in various behaviors to encourage her to stand still for mating because that's what is on his brain, right? <laughs> so a um, couple of different things that uh, we see changing during the rut are the vocalizations of these deer. So both buck and doe use vocalization, vocalizations during the rut. Um, bucks may emit different types of grunts and groans to communicate with other deer and establish their presence. Uh, does and estrus may vocalize just to attract bucks, saying, "Hey, big boy, I'm ready to I'm ready to breed." Um, Come on to the dance floor. That's right. You know, I'm I'm ready to dance. But because does will do that when there's multiple bucks in the area, you know, you've got this competition, right? Where the does are during the rut, you're going to find bucks, and the rut's highly competitive. You know, dominant mature bucks are often going to compete with younger or less dominant bucks uh, for access to those receptive does. These competitions can sometimes lead to confrontations and fights among bucks. I saw one just, oh, I don't think it was last year, maybe two years ago. I was in my stand and I saw two, there's one doe coming through and uh, I was in my stand. I had these two different bucks and they were scrapping with one another, trying to, you know, establish dominance with each other and who's going to be trailing her and courting her. And uh, I was watching them because it was a sight, but then out of, uh, out of nowhere, there was a third third buck showed up and i think he was bigger than both of those two that were scrapping because they got out of dodge and that big buck came in and i uh, never got a shot at him but it was a really cool sight to see how those other two that were fighting for competition they got out of the way when that dominant buck real dominant one showed up on the scene wow yeah pretty interesting i think uh, a big point to bring up to our listeners here is how interesting it is that uh prior to the rut through the summer and through the spring everybody's friends with everybody you know you'll see pictures doe buck everybody together bucks will be riding together but uh as we get closer and closer to the rut uh the light switch flips and hey we're not buddies anymore we're we're competing against each other mm -hmm. i don't know you you don't know me and it turns into a, a big competition between all of them yeah, it's competition time. You know, they go from these bachelor groups where they're running together, you know, and uh, several different groups to, you know, the strongest and who's going to be the apex, you know, the big dog in the barnyard. So, yeah, that's actually a great point, you know, because but it, it all comes down to mating, right? When the buck successfully courts the doe, mating occurs. And this is the whole point of when we say and we're talking about the rut. 
It uh, typically involves a brief and vigorous interaction. Mating can occur multiple times during the rut. As does, they will have multiple estrus cycles. And then, uh, you know, once a successful mating happens, pregnancy occurs. Um, the does undergo a gestation period of about six and a half months. And this means that fawns are typically going to be born in late spring or early summer, ensuring that they got a better chance of survival due to the availability of food and milder weather. And uh, I know we've been watching our trail cameras and, you know, we love to see those younger fawns and, um, you know, new yearlings on the uh, trail cams because that's, that's new life and it's part of the reproductive system from, from a whitetail perspective. So, you know, just to recap the rut, it's a captivating and dynamic period. It, within the life of a white-tailed deer, it impacts their behavior, their physiology, uh, the interactions with their environment. It's a time of intense activity and competition among bucks. It plays a critical role in sustaining and regulating deer populations in their natural habitats. And for hunters, the rut is often the most exciting and productive time for deer hunting. I know it's exciting for me. I know who doesn't love hunting the rut, you know, so which is why we're doing this episode because um, we we know that it's on its way and uh, we just we felt it was uh, appropriate to uh, have an episode where we talk about it. So uh, we're all anticipating that increased deer movement and uh, visibility when we're in our tree stands. Yeah, I think it's uh, great that we kind of took a step back and established a baseline here of what the rut is and things to look for. Um, while going forward, you can, uh, look at what, you know, when is the rut? When does it come in? Uh, what more is there too about the rut? And a big thing is, uh, the timing and the phases, um, as we talked about earlier, uh, when the rut's not in everybody's buddies and they, everybody gets along and then it seems like they go their separate ways. The does will run with packs while the bucks will separate from each other to ensure their success. Um, rut breaks down into three phases. Uh, this is something that I learned recently when I was doing my research is there's the pre-rut, peak rut, and post-rut. Um, and it breaks down to uh, the environmental factors and the geography, um, such as the seasons. I know here in uh, Pennsylvania, rut typically runs towards the end of October, early November, while uh, if it's a warmer summer and it runs into the winter, rut can often at times run into rifle season which uh, can make some excitement because rifle here is only two weeks long. Um, but breaking it down, so pre-rut, it typically occurs in late summer to early autumn, and it often begins as early as August, and it can extend into September. Um, but the exact timing varies on the latitude and the location with the environmental conditions. Peak rut phase, on the other end, it's often referred to as the rutting period, and it occurs a few weeks after the pre-rut phase. Often, which most hunters struggle with, is the timing, is figuring out, hey, when is the peak rut? Because that's when we want to get out there and hunt, because that's when the deer are going to be the most active. While uh, in most regions, this falls in late October to early November. But the exact timing can, can be variable due to factors, as I mentioned earlier, about the latitude and the climate. While lastly, the post-rut phase, it typically follows peak rut, and it ends uh, late November, early December. Again, depending on uh, the location and local conditions. So understanding these phases are crucial, as I, as I touched on earlier. Um, you want to get out in the woods at the peak rut phase. So depending where you're at, look towards uh, end of October, early November. And this can help you with your success and 
it's a great to incorporate in your tool bag for your hunting strategies during the future as the deer are more active. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so that's like sort of a recap on what the rut is. Um, you know, while you're at it, why don't you just, uh, let's get into rut behavior and strategies talking about like the pre-rut, uh, the peak rut and the post rut, breaking it down into those three segments, you know, what are the bucks doing? Um, and then, you know, maybe I can, I can touch on what the does are doing in those times, time frames. Yeah. So as we, uh, mentioned a little earlier is, uh, the bucks, they're going to be more active. Um, they want to establish their territory. Um, they're going to be scraping, rubbing, uh, moving around, letting the does know they're in the area. They're seeking out does actively. They're on a mission. They're looking to have some success in the, the breeding season. So during the pre-rut, uh, males buck, uh, they're going to start to have an increase in testosterone. Um, they're going to want to establish their dominance, their hierarchy, and mark their territories through their, their area. Let them know, like, this is mine. Um, back off, bro. So bucks more frequently will be active in the daylight, uh, making appearances uh, as does are getting closer and closer to their estrus cycles. While during the peak rut, um, that's when the bucks are going to be the most active as uh, the hormones are going to be uh, at their peak. Full swing. Yep. It's it's go time. Um, so they're going to cover greater distances. They're going to do more. They're going to go out of their way more and show some more aggressive behavior. And so this might be, you know, Ron, you touched on earlier seeing it. This this might be when you're seeing the chasing, the fighting, and mm -hmm. more of the vocalization as they're establishing their dominance and their access to receptive does. While... Uh, Towards the very end of the rut, they're going to lose interest in mating. Uh, testosterone's are going to level off, go back to, to neutral, back to the normal values, and they're going to enter uh, the phase of recovery. So all the energy they expended, they're going to work to recover. So they're going to be more dormant and less active and focus more on uh, seeking food and, and resting up. So that's basically what they do through the rut, um, the bucks, as I explained. But Ron, if you want to touch on the does here. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because, you know, understanding these animals helps us in our, um, in our pursuit of them. Right. And so, uh, does ultimately during the rut, they're becoming more receptive. And, uh, so let's talk about how they're choosing mates, right? Uh, in the pre-rut stage, the does, so they're not yet in estrus during the pre-rut stage but they may be showing signs of increased interest in bucks. Um, some, some does may exhibit mild estrus behaviors, but they're not just ready to mate in the pre-rut um, early season. But when that peak rut time happens, you know, does go into that, like we said, it's, it's full swing go time, and their estrus uh, peaks during this peak rut phase. Um, they're going to become very receptive to mating, and they're emitting these pheromones and vocalizations to attract bucks to them. So multiple bucks are going to come in and uh, get the attention of maybe a single doe, like I shared in that story briefly. You know, you had one doe cruising the mountain, and there were three bucks right there on her. You know, so that's peak rut activity and doe behavior during that. Um, Post-rut does that didn't conceive during the peak rut could potentially come into estrus again during the post-rut phase uh, because, um, you know, it's just the way that nature is, right? Uh, we're, we're meant to reproduce and uh, we were created to do that. So they could potentially come into estrus again during the post-rut phase. Some does may exhibit late estrus behavior, um, but that's, that's how the does are going to 
or react, you know, during these times, you know. And so as far as like understanding that, um, you know, we can strategize our hunt based on pre-rut season. It changes during the, the peak. And uh, again, you know, we have to maybe adapt during the post-rut. So why don't you just touch on hunting strategies for us real quick before we go into the next segment? So yeah, I'd love to touch on some hunting strategies. Uh, what I found to be effective uh, as archery extends a little bit more into the rut while firearm uh, catches the, the late rut season, it's better to catch it uh, earlier, you know, as they say, better late than never. So it's better to, to get out while it's, it's early. You can catch the peak rut uh, in the end of October, um, but it's important to, to do some scouting, look for those rubs, look for the scrapes, make sure you're setting up your stands in areas where there's high traffic. Um, and using calls and, and scents to uh, attract the attention of uh, uh, alpha buck that's in the area and wants to, to snoop on by you. So the pre-rut is, is exciting for, for hunters as we're able to get out there and, and catch those bucks that are, that are more eager. This is when you want to incorporate some rattling, some grunting, um, use some scents such as uh, doe and estrus. This will imitate the behavior of uh, a dominant buck and it can bring them in to uh, be effective during this early phase while peak rut it's very prime this is when you want to be out there as we mentioned earlier the deer are more active less cautious this is when you know they might come snooping by your stand before you even know it um, my personal experience i know uh checking our trail cameras constantly um, and then rut comes around, you'll see some bucks that you didn't even know are around the area. They'll come trotting in. So where the does are, the bucks will be shortly there following. Yeah. Um, but as it gets low, uh, but as it gets closer and closer to the post rut, when the rut's over, um, hunting becomes more and more challenging because the, the bucks become dormant and transition more on their central survival and travel less and becoming more focused on their rest and uh, uh, sourcing local food sources. So that's just some of my hunting strategies. I don't know if there's any other ones that you would throw in there, Ron, but that's what I found to be successful for me. Yeah, no, I think that the, the key is just understanding the different phases. You know, there's hunting and, and, you know, depending on where you hunt, what state you hunt, um, and when your hunting seasons begin, um, there's... It's completely different hunting in late September to early November, you know, and uh, even, you know, through the winter months, you know, December, January, um, it's completely different. And so just understanding, you know, as hunters, we want to pattern these deer and we want to try to understand them so that we can harvest them and we want to be in the right place at the right time. So um, all, all great, great points that you made there. Thank you for tuning in to part one of our in-depth exploration of the rut on Tracks and Tackle, presented by Menser Outdoors. We hope you've enjoyed delving into the science and significance of this captivating season with us. But on our rut journey, it does not end here. In part two, we're going to even deeper into the rut mysteries, discussing hunting strategies, debunking myths, and sharing some incredible stories from the field. So be sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, stay safe and keep those outdoor adventures alive.